If you press play, well done. Welcome to episode 5. I am Umberto Dicinove and this is Get the Bug. A podcast that explores the question, what if insects are the next game changers? So welcome back to Get the Bug. As I said, my name is Umberto and uh, I am a documentary photographer and a filmmaker. And for a while, I've been collecting material about the potential role of insects in dealing with some environmental and social challenges. To do this, I've been traveling around the world, taking photographs, of course, and talking to world experts, entrepreneurs, activists, and people working in the field. In this episode, you will listen to the conversation I had with Arnold Fenaus, Emeritus Professor of Wageningen Agriculture University. We met in Quebec City at the Insects to Feed the World 2022 conference, and then again in Wageningen. One of the best podcasting tips I received was from Alex Chisnall, who I met some years ago when I was filming a web doc for the European Startup Festival. Alex has a podcast agency, a podpreneur, and he recommends having a dream 100 list and reaching out to your 100 dream guests and invite them. Well, Arnold Fenhaus would even be on my dream 10 list. He is a tropical entomologist, a title that has already an Indiana Jones aura in, to me. And um, in the 70s, he worked in the field, in places like Nicaragua and then Niger. He started as a pest management specialist and became a pioneer in studying edible insects. So who better to talk about this topic? And in 2013, he published the book Edible Insects, Future Prospects for Food and Feed Security, which everyone refers to the book on the topic. He once used this powerful image. If insects have been around for 24 hours, humankind has been around for five minutes. And if we are finally beginning to be aware of their potential, no doubt it's also thanks to pioneers like Arnold House. And remember, for an introduction to the Get the Bug podcast, don't forget to listen to the Get the Bug special episode. The view of insects has changed a lot during your career and also thanks to your work. So I would like to carry out this conversation traveling through your career. In 1974, you were in Nicaragua as Integrated Pest Management Specialist for the FAO. And based on your work research there, you got your PhD from Wageningen University. Then you went in Niger to coordinate a crop protection training project for the Netherlands Ministry of Foreign Affairs. In 1995, you returned to Niger And you refer to this experience as a complete eye-opener. So from pest management and crop protection to edible insects. How does that happen? What happened was that in 1995, I had a sabbatical. And uh, I took my sabbatical on cultural aspects of insects in sub-Saharan Africa. So I interviewed quite a number of people, about 300 people in 24 countries in Africa. 
And I went first to Niger, the country where I've worked for about three years. And I went to the plant protection service. And there they told me that the women are making more money by selling the grasshoppers from their millet than by selling their millet. And I was so surprised, I couldn't believe it. How could I have missed it, you know, working three years in Niger and not observing this? But I understood afterwards because people in Africa, they don't want to talk about edible insects because they know that Western people consider it as a kind of primitive habit. So in my subsequent interviews to all the other countries, I I deliberately asked questions about edible insects. And often half of my interview was about edible insects. So that triggered my interest. Yeah, and it was very interesting for me to to read in your articles about uh, sub-Saharan Africa population, how some insects are at the same time both a pest, an agricultural pest, and a popular food. And hey, you, you come back with something very disruptive. And then what happened? Well, first of all, I got about 1 million euro from my government because they were interested in alternative proteins. 1 million euro in order to isolate the proteins out of insects. But uh, if I look at the university, they declared me completely crazy, you know, that I was working on edible insects. And at that time, at, at this moment, nobody does because... A lot of departments are now working on, on edible insects, so it has become mainstream, really. Yeah, mainstream and, and crucial. Um, or maybe mainstream because crucial. Because now that it's estimated that you know, the world population will increase at least 30% in the next 30 years, and the food demand will double, there are a lot of challenges, and insects could be part of the solution. Well, first of all, you know, 80% of all the agricultural land is used by livestock. So is, if, let's say, up till 2050, the demand for meat will increase by 70-80%, of course, this is impossible. So we have to do something else. We have to change our diets. And I think that is why everybody is jumping now on alternative proteins. And it can be insects, it can be algae, microproteins, uh, cultured meat. All those are possibilities. Yeah, for, for those alternative proteins to be a real alternative, we also need to change people's perception. We, we talk about, about this on, on this podcast in episode four with Mackenzie Wade. Uh, she's a cultural anthropologist from the, from the University of California. And talking about food as cultural construct, I want to quote something that I read in, in, in the Journal of Insects as Food and Feed, which you are the chief editor. In Madagascar, there is a proverb. You cannot catch the laying grasshoppers and sleep at the same time. This is curious because, um, for example, in Italy, uh, we say something like the sleeping man doesn't catch the fish. It's, it's the linguistic process that it's, it's the same uh, with just different references. Another one is um, the grasshoppers will be not will not be twice near the village. That's something like carpe diem. I would say that proverbs are like a proof of cultural processes, and to go in the direction of insects as food, also in Western countries, we have to develop some cultural processes. 
Well, I must say I, I wrote a cookbook and I interviewed in that cookbook uh, René Recepi. René Recepi, his restaurant Noma in Copenhagen was declared four times the best restaurant in the world. And he really told me that he considered it a racistic attitude of Western people to condemn people who eat other food you know, than we usually do. Uh, so that opened my eyes as well. You know, we have to take it serious, you know, what people in the tropics do. And it's certainly not, uh, and we know that now, it's certainly not uh, an attitude of barbarism or primitive uh, behavior. No, it's excellent food. So I think we have to take that into consideration. Yeah, so that you mentioned the Inset Cookbook. Uh, let's conclude with your career. So from 1985, to 2015, you worked as tropical entomologist at Wageningen University. The Inset Cookbook is from 2014. In the same year, you organized the first conference, Insects to Feed the World. We are here today at the fourth edition. In 2013, you published with the FAO, Edible Insects, Future Prospect for Food and Feed Security, which everyone refers to to be the book on the topic. Well, let's say in 2013, I was invited to the Food and Agriculture Organization. There was a big conference. There were 800 people. And I was given two minutes to announce the book. Then after that, afterwards, everybody only talked about the book, the whole conference. The director general did not like it at all. But uh, it was downloaded two million times in 24 hours. It was absolutely unbelievable, the attention that we got. So I think that book was really the game changer for a lot of people. Uh, when I meet people and they said, well, that's really our Bible, you know. So you've been listening to this first conversation I had with Arnold von Haus. Emeritus Professor of Wageningen University. Some references from this episode. Harno von Haus did a TED Talk, Don't Miss It. Edible Insects, Future Prospect to Food and Feed Security is the title of the Bible on this topic. It was published 10 years ago, yes, but Bibles don't become old, they become classic. And you can find the Insect Cookbook, Food for a Sustainable Planet, by Arnold von Haus, Henk van Gurp, and Marcel Dick, the Gadbug second guest of this season, in all major online bookstores. But as I said once, walk to a real bookshop if you can, and talk with some human beings, maybe about this podcast. And remember, the grasshoppers will not be twice near the village. So please start right now by subscribing to Gadbug and share it with everyone you know who cares about the environment is curious about life science and is open to new ways of thinking. I do believe insects could be the next game changer and that's why I'm working on my photo book and doing this podcast. Thanks for listening. This was Get the Bug. <laughs>